The heart and soul of archetypal somatics is through inner work. We enter soma and discover what's there, what's been hidden, and what wants to emerge right now so that it can be held by our conscious awareness. Join me for one-on-one coaching. You can also find other coaches on my website and let's journey together. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. The search for safety can be a highly presumptive, assumptive thing. There's a lot of projection and probably future um, based on some data, based on maybe what happened in the past, um, yet a very assuming thing. So if I'm, if, if my process, like maybe what I go to therapy for or what I'm doing in terms of my wellness practices or well-being is all hinging on this idea of getting safe, you know, there's even something going on in the collective around safe spaces, safety, uh, feels very linked to the boundaries idea. Like how, like these are my boundaries and you got to respect them. These are all ways of making us ourselves smaller in order to kind of be inside of a boundary that's so-called safe. The, the, The issue with searching for safety or making safety be the thing that I'm trying to achieve is that in order to progress or evolve or develop or uh, gain in consciousness training, we have to be in this, on this edge. Um, I talk about edges quite a bit. We want to be on the edge, which is a risky place to be. And we want to be often at this precipice or crossroads where it's life or death. And so creating safety, comfort, ease, anything that's making me feel like I'm like, I know what's up ahead and I know what's coming. And so I'm safe from it, um, is totally problematic when it comes to consciousness. I I would almost say that we want to get good at unsafe conditions. I mean, look at the world around us. Does this place seem like it's possible to be safe? I mean, you can definitely think you're going to safety. You can uh, do what I did, move out to the country. I'm in like this sort of powder keg. (laughs) My safe zone is 
a wildfire zone, there's no safety. There's no safety in this world right now. Um, now, I'm not saying to put yourself in abusive situations or stay in abusive situations. If you're in a, if you're in a romantic partnership where you're being abused, no, I'm not saying to stay in that. So let's not misunderstand the, the the point of risk risk taking and being on the precipice. There's the the full card in the tarot deck is illustrative of this idea of being on the precipice. The fool is on the edge of a cliff playing music, taking the call. That that deck is a hero's journey. It's about the journey of the fool. We start at zero. Um, if we can remain at zero and let the journey happen around us, then then we're, you know, we're way... Uh, evolved. But, but most of us, you know, are learning consciousness and going through these, these stations of training. Um, But the, the, the vibe of the fool, the fool's all my, I I mean, as I remember it, the fool's got his eyes closed. He's like got one leg raised. He's right at the edge of a cliff. He's playing with his pup. He's making music and he literally could crumble off the cliff at any moment. The way that I teach that work is that yes, the fool could fall off, but the fool is also the the one who can easily sprout wings and fly whenever needed. And the fool wouldn't think, "Oh, how do I sprout my wings? What do I how do I sprout my wings here? What what is the mechanism?" It's sort of like walking um, unless you've had a, an injury, when you walk, you don't think, how do I put my right foot in front of my left foot? Do I put it, do I lift it a little bit? Do I have to steady over to my left leg? Nobody thinks about that kind of stuff. Once you've learned to walk, you just walk. It's like that with the fool, with everything. It's like, oh, I need my wings now. So boink, here they come. So looking for safety or searching for safety could take us on a long detour. Um, Whenever I encounter this idea of seeking safety, I think it comes out of a lot of pop psychology and a lot of, maybe a lot of therapy practices are like all about calming down your, your, the systems in your body in order to kind of make you calm and looking for calm and, you know, oming our way through reality. We really want to be the, we want to be ninjas more than we want to be meditators in this world. A ninja is a meditator, but also is moving like a stalker, like a shadow stalker. We're able to jump from rooftop to rooftop, have our night vision on, and being in that kind of centered space. More than calm, we're centered. So this is why the, you know, the training is is a warrior's training. It's a sorcerer's training. It's not a you know, a, a getting really good at being asleep training. It's a getting really good at being awake and like, you know, being able to use your magical powers to slalom your way through intensity. If you've ever watched um, somebody on a skateboard that's going pretty fast, 
that's got a kind of, you know, maybe hill bombing or something. Um, there's this thing about being super focused and at the ready, kind of at a bit of a crouch, very panther-like, and having to be pretty good at, during this speed thing, uh, shifting weight subtly in order to make a curve or avoid a rock or something like that. This is the, this is not a safe thing to do that kind of thing. And I'm not telling anybody to run out and do that, but the, it's the same thing with driving a car. Driving a car is inherently an unsafe thing. If you've ever, if you've ever been driving down the road and you suddenly get that thought in your head, like this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened. Like a bunch of people speeding down the road in steel cages, you know, (laughs) it's like unsafe, but accidents happen when you're not paying attention. So we were focused, you know, hopefully we're really focused when we're doing that and we're, you know, sliding out of the way if we need to at any point. We do tons of, if if we're trying to get to safety, if safety's the thing, we might be missing the journey altogether. And life is a calling. It's a calling to journey. It's a calling to go towards things that help us evolve not things that keep us cozy until we're dead. We're, we're going to die. That's true. And, and that's a big part of shamanic practices and consciousness training is to get, to get friendly with the inevitable without getting debilitated by it or trying to avoid it in this like chi hoarding, you know, like getting success and money and health and beauty and just like, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Like you don't need to do that. It's like getting friendly with this archetypal force of death, like as a companion to help me live a full life and really get my consciousness training in while I'm here and evolve my soul. That's why we're here. So how, maybe the question here, and this is, this will be the, the work for the week. Those of us who are kind of like weekly listening to these things, this is the work for the week is where have I made myself small or trapped myself inside my boundary of safety who are the who are the bad guys out there that I have to keep my safe from myself safe from is it like other people I know is it the government have I made it so that my safety has hobbled me is my safety am I Am I taking medication to make myself safe that is kind of no longer necessary like let's just say I'm taking medication because of a high blood pressure or something. Well, what else are you doing to deal with your high blood pressure? Are you just having high, doing the same old routine, stressing yourself out and then taking medication to chill out? So can what am I doing? What can I start to modify how I live my life and my reality in order to attend to the things that are making me feel unsafe? This is responding. This is taking responsibility, being the one who can respond, having the ability, 
not hobbling myself, coming out of hobbling myself, um, getting back on my feet and, and taking the walk. You know, maybe I'll get to a place in my life where I'm dancing at the edge of a cliff with my eyes closed because I have so much trust in the universe that I know I'm on my path. Maybe that will be where I get to. I don't need to be there right now. I can be practicing, practicing with the little things. And and of course, if you've if you've got a lot of fear and agoraphobia or something, if you're afraid to like take the next step, get a coach. There's great coaches on my website. You can work with me. You can start my course Shadow Stalking 101. You can, um, we can work together and help to get the first step out the door, uh, metaphorically in whatever way, but, but also, you know, just take these little bites out of this elephant and start to kind of, okay, maybe I needed a pause button, a safety pause button for a few years. You know, this whole time period has been kind of like a, a, a big pause button for a lot of us. And how can I start to uncomfort myself, get into what I call the discomfort zone, start to make this a little edgy, get on the edge, start to kind of work into those places that I've just gotten a little lazy with my spiritual work. You can listen to that episode, Spiritual, Are, are, are We Spiritually Lazy? I mean, practicing safety is sort of like practicing to be in a casket, <laughs> to put it not so mildly. Let's quit being safe and let's start getting good at being edgy. You know, and this stuff might reach into a whole lifetime of working in some sort of therapeutic stuff that has been all about safety. I might be going against a lot of stuff that you've been trained to do. You've got to use your own discernment here. You've got to feel what I'm saying and and see if this resonates for you. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with therapies or, or working with your trauma or your past history and trying to calm down an overactive system that is make, debilitating you in another way. I'm not saying to, to abandon those practices. It may be, though that it's time to add active, risky, edgy depth work that takes you out of your known reality into the unknown. And, and where you, when you go there, when you go into that unknown, when you go into that territory that isn't all safe and cozy, you're going to find gold. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.